Dunhuang. Situated along the ancient Silk Road, where fine arts and divine beliefs merged with the natural world. It's where the East and West interacted and where the world's largest Buddhist art gallery still fascinates and amazes people today. A place where stories of life and death, love and hatred, passion and desire, faith and sacrifice have been generated and told for 2,000 years. Buckle up for our new podcast, Why We Love Dunhuang, the one and only podcast that can take you to the fantasy world of Dunhuang and beyond through our audio tour. Listen and subscribe for free on major podcast platforms. Why we love Dunhuang? You will have your answers. talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. The piece you're hearing now is Spring Arrives at the Qing River. The lead instrument is the Chinese hammer dulcimer, also called the Yang Qin. Its tonality and shape resemble other dulcimers in the world, such as the Hungarian cymbalum, the Australian hackbrett, and the Iranian santur. The Yang Qin is accompanied by the tabla, a percussion instrument from India. The tabla is a pair of two-hand drums, slightly different in sizes and shapes. Liu Yuening is a Yangqin professor with the Central Conservatory of Music in Beijing. She played this rendition with celebrated Indian tabla player Vijay Gatte. Over the past decade, Liu has committed herself to using music as a bridge to enhance intercultural communication. In 2009, she spent nine months in India to learn the Indian dulcimer, classical music, and culture. She also introduced the Yang Qin to the nation as she gave lectures and performed in local cultural activities. Before we dive more into Liu Yuaning's story, let's continue with Spring Arrives at the Qing River, a live recording of her concert, East Meets East, held in the Beijing Concert Hall in 2013. Now was Spring Arrives at the Qing River, 
played with the yang chin and the tabla. As we mentioned earlier, there are different types of hammered dulcimers across the globe sharing similar tonality and appearance. Born in 1965, Liu Yuan started learning the yang chin when she was nine. Growing up to be a professional instrumentalist and educator, Liu had a strong desire to learn other dulcimers in the world and to find out the chemistry when different dulcimers are played with the Chinese one. In 2009, she went to India for nine months after she came back from Hungary. She says her passion for the work of Indian literary giant and musician Rabindranath Tagore prompted her to choose the country as the second stop of her study tour. I went to Delhi University to study the Santur and Indian classical music. The Santur is the Indian hammer dulcimer. There are four major types of dulcimer in the world, which are from Europe, China, India, and Iran. I couldn't wait to learn more about the Indian dulcimer due to my love of Tagore. His poems and music gave me great joy and inspiration. Hence, India has been a country that I was longing to visit. While studying in Delhi University, Liu also got a better understanding of the instruments with several Santur masters in her spare time, with renowned Shiv Kumar Sharma included. Born in 1938, Sharma made contributions to convert the santur to one of the major instruments of Indian classical music after he optimized its sound quality, structure, and playing techniques. He also introduced the instrument to the global stage. Unfortunately, the master passed away this year at the age of 84. Liu Yuanning shares how the late artist influenced her. His music was heavenly, with a mixture of softness and toughness. He had a high standard of tonality, which isn't only determined by excellent playing techniques, but also the understanding of music and culture. I studied the Santur and Indian classical music with him. His teaching methods included observation and imitation of his demonstration and improvisation. Improvisation is an important component in Indian classical music. I remember Sharma often asked me to improvise by using only three notes, Do, Re, Mi. It was quite fun and amazing. We could create so many variations. Apart from learning with Indian masters, Liu also sought opportunities to collaborate with Indian musicians in a bid to fuse the Yang Chin with Indian music. The Indian band called Kendia was her first partner. To immerse myself more in the Indian culture, I often went to concerts. I remember that the music of Kendia impressed me. In India, many people learned instruments with their father. The children of the Kendia also learned music this way. Dayal Kendia is the father of the family who plays the tabla, the elder brother plays the sitar, a popular stringed instrument, and the younger one plays the sarod, a distinctive folk instrument. I really enjoyed their music. So, after the concert, I ran to them and expressed my willingness for collaboration. After a short introduction, Dayal Kendia responded that they would like to see Liu perform first. 
Amazed at the unique features of the Yang Qin and the enchantment of the Chinese performer, they reached an agreement to hold a concert together in which they fused the Chinese and Indian classical music. 当时我们在演奏的时候，演奏《中国将军令》的时候，然后那天还下的暴雨。I still remember when we played the traditional Chinese work, General's Commands. It was raining cats and dogs. Whenever I struck the bamboo beaters on strings, the sound of thunderclap accompanied my playing, which boosted the musical effect. Later, I also played Indian classical music with them. When we started improvisation, we all found a way to express ourselves through music, which were quite harmonic. Liu says her collaboration with the Indian musicians makes her realize that they are able to communicate and understand each other through music. For example, we collaborated on a song called "Sweet Potato" in a piece. They also played very well. Take a Chinese folk song, "A Little Cabbage," for example. Which is a classical Chinese song made up of five music notes. The Kendia band members understood and played this work really well. After I explained the story behind the music in English, they also fused their feelings and blended Indian musical styles in the work. I think music is a bridge or a medium to allow us to better understand each other and to learn more about our cultures. 音乐。After she finished her study, Liu Yuanning invited Indian musicians to China to perform for Chinese audience members. In the East Meets East concert held in 2013, Indian tabla player Vijay Gatte and Santur player Tarun Bhattacharya joined Liu. One of the repertoires they played was Raga, the Jasmine Flower. Raga. Is a melodic framework which provides musicians motifs to improvise. The Jasmine Flower is a well-known Chinese folk song. 那当时呢，我们这首作品呢，就想我们怎么样能够把中国的茉莉花和印度的民间音乐的音调。It took us a lot of time to work on how to combine the Indian melody with the Chinese folk song. Indian music has its own structure, and it is also flexible, so musicians are able to either extend or to shorten it according to the requirements of the concert or audience members. The central performer Tarun plays music with passion. The tabla performer Vijay always observes me when we are playing, and he is able to catch any changes of my emotion and then adjust his playing. 演奏家的每一个细小的变化，这是一种能力。
And that was Raga, the jasmine flower. Last but not least, we have Four Scenes in a Dream, also played by Yang Chin, San Tour, and Tabla performers. Written by Yu Yang, the piece portrays four dreams of the composer, including the camel caravan traveling across the desert, a beautiful blue and white porcelain under the sunset, a dancing elf, and a snow-covered winter sweet flower.
To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We hope to see you here again next time.